Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Standard Seven. Over the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back on a week Boris emptied out his desk and did a tour of the country, the Ukrainian troops began an offensive in Kherson, and the wrestling over the nuclear power plant continued, Pakistan struggled to cope with severe flooding, and Kate Moss told us an incredible story about a diamond necklace. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get your daily updates at 7am. Monday we'll see the UK with a new Prime Minister, but whether it's Liz or Rishi, they'll have a pretty long to-do list. This week saw more industrial action from bin strikes to the Royal Mail and BT workers and journalists at the Reach Group. With more strikes on the way and industrial action hitting a range of sectors, could a general strike be on the cards? Dave Ward from the Communication Workers Union certainly thinks so. The TUC will be meeting the week after next, uh, and I've no doubt that that will be discussed. Personally, I favour forms of collective action that all workers can participate in, whether they're in a union or not. The industrial unrest is partly driven by the rising cost of living and the ongoing energy crisis. And with the price of energy rocketing, the movement urging consumers not to pay their energy bills is also gaining momentum. Don't Pay UK isn't something the Mayor of Greater Manchester is supporting, though, and as calls for utility firms to be nationalised ramp up, Andy Burnham told Good Morning Britain people want to see real change. The leaders of, uh, who want to be the next Prime Minister kind of calling for more Thatcherism. Well, that got us into this mess, in my view. In the 80s, we sold off the water, we sold off the gas, we sold off the electric, we sold off the buses, we sold off the trains. All of those essentials now have got kind of sky-high prices that people can't afford. A YouGov poll revealed that 47% of Tory voters support nationalised energy, but Minister Matt Warman, who's backing Rishi Sunak, says it won't work. For me, I'm not sure whether nationalisation does anything other than borrow a huge amount of money today in order to buy companies that will then have to pay back that borrowing through taxation. Current Chancellor Nadim Zahawi is also worried and says energy companies should be on top of their game more than ever by communicating with customers. He says that no one should fear their supply being cut and money will be provided. We will deliver the 30 7 billion, um, so that 1,200 pounds for the most vulnerable 8 million households. But we'll go beyond that because we know we need to, and we need to send a message to Mr. Putin that this strategy is not going to work. This week saw Ukrainian forces begin a much-anticipated offensive against Russian forces in Kherson. Ukrainian President Zelensky issued a stern warning to the Russian occupiers, telling them that Ukrainian troops are coming. If they want to survive, it is time for the Russian military to flee. Go home. If you are afraid to go back to your home in Russia, well, let such occupiers surrender and we will guarantee them compliance with all the norms of the Geneva Convention. Meanwhile, the nuclear reactors at Zaporizhia remain a real concern. Europe's largest nuclear plant's been at the centre of a battle between Russia and Ukrainian forces, with the Russians continually shelling and damaging the plant in what appears to be a bid to disconnect it from the Ukrainian power grid. 
Former CBRN officer Hamish de Breton Gordon says Ukraine's doing everything it can to prepare for a possible disaster. We saw the Ukrainian emergency services doing practice rescue drills in complete PPE protection equipment. The handing out of iodine tablets is good. That increases one's resilience against radiation. But if there was a serious leak, you know, it could affect a whole host of people. Thursday saw the International Atomic Energy Agency arrive with a team of inspectors, although they struggled to get to the site with shelling and small arms fire along their route. Director General of the IAEA, Rafael Grossi, says they've now been able to gather a lot of information and will now situate themselves at the scene. Weighing the pros and cons and having come so far, we are not stopping and I am going to uh, consider the possibility of establishing a continued presence uh, of the IAEA at the plant. It's been a hell of a last week for part-time Prime Minister Boris Johnson. He set out on a grand tour to highlight his achievements in office and ended up going viral as he appeared on a wannabe rapper's TikTok during a police raid. Thursday found him presumably trying out for a new job in Curry's as he visited the Sizewell nuclear reactor and chose to speak at length on, well, kettles. If you have an old kettle that takes ages to boil, it may cost you £20 to replace it. But if you get a new one, you'll save £10 a year every year on your electricity bill. All joking aside, with an energy crisis in full swing, Boris was visiting the nuclear plant to highlight the need for further investment in nuclear power and to pledge £700 million towards the cost of a new Sizewell C reactor. He chose to do so, however, by harking back to a Ladybird book called The Story of Nuclear Power. This may or may not be what Britain's energy policy is now based on. It wasn't completely clear. But what is clear is that Boris really, really liked that book. And I feel like one of those beautifully drawn illustrations in that Ladybird book of what happens in a nuclear pile uh, when the graphite rods are taken out at the wrong moment and my blood starts to boil and steam comes out of my ears and I think I'm going to, to melt down. So, will you miss him? Hmm. An international appeal to raise more than £130 million for Pakistan was launched on Tuesday and the UK answered that call for help, with Boris Johnson promising more aid for the country. Over 1,100 people have been killed in the floods there since June and millions have been displaced after weeks of rainfall. The UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres is due to travel there next week. He says richer nations must help with the relief effort. The Pakistani people are facing a monsoon on steroids, the relentless impact of epochal levels of rain and flooding. The climate catastrophe has killed more than 1,000 people with many more injured. Millions are homeless. Schools and health facilities have been destroyed. Livelihoods are shattered. Critical infrastructure wiped out. And people's hopes and dreams have washed away. Still to come on the standout seven, Donald Trump's got plenty of legal troubles and the Lord of the Dance takes to the screen. Right after this. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back.
Donald Trump's classified document drama just keeps getting worse. Photos popped up yesterday of highly secret documents on the carpet of Mar-a-Lago. It comes as the US Justice Department claims it's uncovered efforts to obstruct its investigation into the discovery of classified papers from the White House at the former president's Florida estate. Conservative attorney George Conway told CNN these findings have him dead to rights. Basically, they asked for the Justice Department to punch them in the face. And that's what the Justice Department did in this in this brief. Um, as Elliot points out, they, report, they they talk about obstruction. obstruction. These documents were moved around from room to room. With charges of obstruction and potentially espionage on the way, attorney Andrew Wiseman warned Trump's lawyers to stop talking. I tell them you need to withdraw as counsel and you need to get the best defense counsel you can possibly get. Kate Moss is a true fashion icon, one of the original supermodels and a famously independent woman. She's done a special feature for British Vogue where she goes through her lookbook, which is a fascinating insight into 90s and noughties fashion. It's packed full of intriguing stories, but one truly tops them all. It revolves around her first ever diamond necklace as presented somewhat uniquely by then-boyfriend Johnny Depp. We were going out for dinner and he said, I've got something on my bum. Can you have a look? And I was like, what? And I put my hand down his trousers and I pulled out a diamond necklace. Not the first woman to get diamonds from an arse, I'm guessing. Fans will be able to see The Lord of the Dance in a whole new light from Friday as his first spy thriller hit cinemas four years after it had its world premiere. Michael Flatley stars in Blackbird, which he wrote and directed, with The Dark Knight's Eric Roberts and Patrick Bergen of Sleeping with the Enemy fame also taking leading roles. The 64-year-old told BBC Breakfast his mum supported his latest career move. 2016, God called for her on the 28th of December. Uh, but I know she's watching over me and I know she'd be proud of this. It's exactly the kind of movie that she would have loved. So, not much longer to wait to see the Riverdance star play an ex-MI6 operative who's drawn back into a world of espionage. Yeah. We must get Victor involved. No one can do what he does. Not the man I used to be. The Blackbird is dead. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.